Finding the right sound for your band can take some time. There are always the songs that don't work out at first, but then slowly find their groove. Testing, editing, trying new things, and even using older styles to see what fits right for them. For the lucky bands, finding their sound doesn't take long at all. This week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Party Mountain, a local band that has been putting out music since around 2019. Performing locally in New England for quite some time, they have been avid contributors to great music throughout the underground DIY scene. Trash can, uh, a laptop upside down on a trash can. That's how <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we got recorded. I love it. Cool. All right, so I am here with Party Mountain. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, to get started, so how long have you guys been together? When did the band form? That's a good question. Six, uh, six, uh, six years. Like 16, I think. <laughs> yeah, probably six years now. With yeah, we started. Spicy boy. Yeah, closer. Yeah. Oh. I think we're around <laughs> like we probably started when we went down to Philly, right? That's like oh, that is like, yeah. So, so what? Well, I wasn't there for that, so that. I don't think so. Yeah, what what happened? Like, what happened when you went down to Philly? To uh, so our old band recorded uh, an EP with um, Jake Ewald from Modern Baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, and then, that's great. But, Griffin was there for most support and uh, a, a wee wee and a woo woo, yeah, as yeah, you said. I said, yeah, wee wee and a woo woo. And then we started all playing together as a spicy boy yeah, in 2015. Up writing yeah. our first song on that trip, Booze Cruise. Yeah. Because mm. I was so jelly. It was a great song. So I, I listened fun. to that song the other day when I was doing my oh, research hey. on you guys. And I was like, it was a banger. Um, that's awesome. So 2016. So was this like a. Because how old are you guys, if you don't mind me asking? Like, high, was this like a post high school, right during now high school? We're 23. And I'm 21, yeah. man. 21, 23. So, yeah. Right. So, I think we started probably end of senior It was senior year because I remember. I was around 16, I think. So, yeah. Senior. Yeah. I remember uh, one of our friends giving you shit that I left the band. And then, despite <laughs> him, I joined again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. I see. So, you guys have been playing together since around high school, yeah. doing the mix. And then, obviously, you went down to Philadelphia, recorded some stuff. That's awesome. So, you, did you all meet in high school, I assume? And, we was met that in uh, elementary school? Yeah. Really? So yeah. you've known each other for like a long. Yeah. So we've known each other. Wait, wait. Yeah. you guys are brothers? I actually just oh. met this guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had no idea that you guys are brothers. That's yeah, actually so we're awesome. Twins. Yeah, we're identical. Identical. You guys are twins? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. twins. Fucking wild. <laughs> really? I had no idea. I'm a twin myself. I have a twin. I have a twin sister. Apparently, not apparently. I do know this, but um, yeah, no, I have a. <laughs> no, I am well aware that I have a twin sister, but that's wild. No, that's crazy that you guys are in a band together. I uh, don't know a lot of bands currently that have like siblings together, but like obviously they're very famous like bands. So, like, yeah, yeah, Naked Brothers. Yeah. But like there are very famous bands like um, STP. They have the Leo Brothers in that band. Yeah. Um, band. Oh, Hans and Hanson all brothers. Hanson's all brothers. <laughs> yeah, can't forget about the Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Almond Brothers for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's Mumford and Sons. Yeah. There's LMFAO. <laughs> I think, aren't there two brothers in that band? I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't I know, know that the lead singer is married to some actress. I picked a bad band yeah. name. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So what what prompted you guys to form the band? Was it just like a random like thing or were you just... It was on the trip. They were doing their album. They was coming out amazing. Like mm-hmm. They were doing great work with uh, Mostly Stories. And I got really jealous because I was like, well, I mean... I'm seeing it happen in front of me. Yeah. So like, I can see how it's done. I could do this. So I wrote the booze cruise song and I went to Vardo and I was like, well, I want to do this because I'm, you guys are killing it. And yeah. Really cool. And, uh, he worked on me with a riff 
which was Ash, I think. Uh, yes. Which is he just he wrote that he had it like on the back burner, and uh, he showed me that, and I sang the words to Ash over it, and just kind of like clicked up. So we started working on songs from there. Nice, that's awesome. So it was just kind of like a like a weird just like occurrence of just like okay, this this works. Yeah, let's exactly. let's see let's how this. Keep going. Yeah. Before I go any further, I just remember that I haven't introduced any of your names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're nameless, right? You're nameless. You're just Party Mountain. So why don't we start from my left? Who do we have? What instrument do you play? I am Tyler. I play guitar and sing. I'm Griffin, and I play guitar and sing. Dexter, I'm on, and Dexter, I'm on the drums. Dexter on the drums. Uh, I'm Vardo, and I play bass and guitar and sing. Nice. So we got three singers in this band. I love yeah, to hear it. I was going to say, I noticed when I was listening to, um, I believe, the EP that you have on iTunes, I noticed that there are a few tracks. I was like, mm, this yeah. is not the same person as this <laughs> yeah. one. No, like, that's different. But it, it all still worked together because it all just sounded great. Um, Thank you. So <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, but it wasn't super jarring. <laughs> yeah. um, it wasn't really bad. <laughs> well, I'm a big so I'm a big like punk guy and like uh, what is it like I when I was a kid like I would listen to like metal and all that shit. So it was just like I whenever a new band comes across my lap, I'm be like, okay, let's see how heavy this can go. And then I'm like, okay, this is fast. So I was like, all right, let's rock with this. <laughs> Um, but then I heard um, New Demons, and I was like, ooh, change of pace. Oh, I like yeah. I like yeah that's that. my, uh, my sad boy song. Yeah. I, I, I like that song a, a lot. It's a great It would have been a hit in 2006. <laughs> it was, it's a, I like it a lot. I, I do. I am a fan of that one. But speaking of um, writing songs, so when you guys first formed and everything, was it right away originals, or were you covering stuff as well? It was definitely always original. So I didn't even know how to yeah, play guitar when we started. We had oh, wow. two covers Bardo, our like, first show, maybe. Yeah, Kesha oh, is like yeah. our yeah. We, we did, did, we did do Kesha. Yeah. And um, oh, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Like you can get closer yeah. to that. You guys are slowly back. <laughs> yeah. You're all tall leaning. Tall, tall, yeah. tall people can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been doing great. Yeah. yeah. Leaning. Oh yeah, the Kesha and the Scooby Doo. Yeah. Scooby Doo. Kesha. So there you go. And Friday night from I think you should leave. Yes, mm. uh, we did. Um, Smells like Teen Spirit into KKK Highway by MU three three zero. Just the intro for mm. Smells like Teen Spirit. And yeah, then nice. A ska song. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we played that. It was like our first show was at uh like a benefit for like a skate park. Oh, okay. Just very punk. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's literally that's the ultimate <laughs> underground the DIY yeah, yeah, scene. Exactly. Uh, our yeah. friend uh, Molly, who was like kind of like helping set it up, was like, "Hey, don't play that song." And I was like, well, our songs are two minutes long, so I, I'm going to. Yeah. We, don't, <laughs> we gotta fill time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we don't have a choice. Yeah, it's like we have a ten minute set. We have fifteen yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the songs are like two, like um, two minutes max. Yeah, so that's pushing yeah. it on the uh, party mountain. It's funny that you said that you have the um, smells like or you had the smells like Teen Spirit into like the ska song. That was like yeah. it reminds me of a time where I <laughs> we were in the, a band and we decided to cover Stairway, which he never covers Stairway. <laughs> But um, the whole thing. No, 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 no. So what we did was we played the beginning, but we acted like we didn't know how to play it, and then we just said like screw it, and then we just went from where the solo picks up, and then just took the rest of it. So we did the last four minutes of the song instead of the first four minutes because we were like, I don't care about the rest of this. Um, it's really all you need. Yeah, exactly. So obviously, since the three of you guys are brothers, I assume you have like similar tastes in music. But how did like all of you collectively like find a band that you were like this band is great 
I'm going to have to lay that on the On the far right, he just, yeah. yeah ultimate, um, ultimate guy. He showed me Joyce Manor for the first time. Okay. And that was like, I was listening to like dubstep before that. Like, <laughs> okay. Joyce Manor was really good. I was like, oh, like, this is music? Like, <laughs> and crazy. and uh, Jeff Rosenstock's Worry was probably like the gateway to like this whole, the DIY scene for us. Like mm-hmm. all that, like Prince Daddy and mm-hmm. all of our favorite bands. Yeah. It's a good word, word as uh, curated. Like, yeah, it was always. Fun. I remember showing you modern bass one. Like this sucks. And then like yeah. a month later, you're like, hey, this is really good. Because I did that with everything. Like I would show them like uh, the self-titled pop record. Okay. And Griff took and ran with it. And I was like, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> we always ended up liking the stuff yeah. he showed us more than like, you would like. We make him sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. I see. Um, so how did the sound of the band come about? Was it like, were you taking inspirations from these bands you were being shown or was it more of like things that you already had in the background on like the back of your head? You were like, let's I just try it. There was uh, cause I didn't do like the instrumentals cause at first, cause I couldn't, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it. I need not sing. So I met, what would you say? Is there? Oh dude, I ripped so many bands off. Joyce Manor is definitely your vein. Oh, a hundred percent. The way I wrote Demo Derp Curve was I asked Griffin <laughs> to to play me a guitar part, and what he did was he just played the part that's in every Liquid A2 song. <laughs> it just worked so well that I never changed it. Nice. <laughs> so no, that's weird. hilarious. That's so change. funny. <laughs> oh it's my the God. whole song. That's awesome. No, it's good that you can at least acknowledge like the yeah. influences oh, though. Yeah. Oh, like, having those different tastes. So it's proving. So have you guys ever seen any of these bands in concerts? Like Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There you definitely. Go. That's like what got us like really immersed into it was like going to the shows and mm-hmm. like seeing the energy of the crowd yeah, and getting to be awesome. a part of that. Mm-hmm. Where so, where have you seen these bands? Like what venues? Uh, Sinclair's my favorite one. Yeah, we yeah. like yeah. Paradise Rock Club a lot. I love Paradise. They probably host the most of the shows that we like, although they don't have the best floor, in my opinion. Like, I don't yeah. like all yeah. the themes and I stuff. I think it's really, best like, one. slippery. Was like yeah. Yeah, the Paradise, it, it has its uh, qualms. It's historical in my mind. I've been there a bunch, and it, you have to find the right place to stand. Yeah, there's, so some, there's some good spots. Yeah, yeah, I always end really, up, I'm a tall guy, since so nobody like, wants yeah. me up front, so I always get pushed to the back yeah, by the I, end of the show. I'm like medium height, so it's a weird, like, I either have to hang out by the pole, or I have to be in the back, like, on my tippy toes, yeah. or, or, like, <laughs> find some weird little nook, like, off the side yeah, of the stage. The heads yeah, yeah exactly. I can always tell that I'm annoying people behind me. I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah station. it's I like i was at a i had four seats to chili peppers last year mm-hmm. i was very excited for it because i was i'd never seen them and i was literally like standing behind these group of people that were just a little bit taller than me but they were also really drunk and fighting so i was like the whole time <laughs> so the whole time i'm like oh, like over like i'm trying to watch john Frusciante just melt my brain and flee just like make my heart pound but then there's these people just drunkenly fighting with each other it's just awful that That is so like red hot chili peppers (laughs) um so do you guys have a favorite song that you bond over like what's a what's a song that you like mesh push 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 push, push, push. who who is push push by uh, uh, Bang Camaro. 
<laughs> we got it from the soundtrack of Peacemaker. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The DC show with. No, no, no. I know the show. What's yeah. the. I'm trying to think of the song because I watched that show. And then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. White hot guitar solo. Yeah. It is hearing hot. Oh, my God. I, I, it took oh, like, me a second. Oh, my God. I see because the theme song for that show, I was like, it's not that song because yeah. that's. Yeah. I thought that no, band was. That's a good song. So, so, I thought that band had been around. There's just a lot of like really like. Lip biting, fist pumping below the waist. <laughs> yeah, music. Below the waist. I thought that band had been around since the eighties, but it turns out they're like a Finnish hair band from like two thousand ten. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're, they're so they're, they're modern. Yeah, they they are modern, yeah. but they're they are <laughs> perfect. But push push, I, I love that. <laughs> so when did you guys first get out and start playing live? When did that really start happening for you? As soon as probably possible. Like two years into it. Yeah, I think we like did. Once it. we had the music. Did we get the was a record out by the time we were playing shows? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think we got so. that done. So that's that yeah, done probably like twenty seventeen. I think our first like show that wasn't that was like with other bands was um with All Right Thanks. Yeah, that was a great show. Super fun. All Right Thanksgiving. Was that first three. time? Yeah. O'Brien? That was such a fun that. time. O'Brien's was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> O'Brien. Oh, the best show. Yeah. No, the worst was uh, no, first, the first show was definitely All Right Thanks for the All Right. Yeah, things. that was yeah. at the. Uh, yeah, we did Midwest. All Right Thanksgiving three Turkey O Drift. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you guys had some some nice uh, lined up shows at like right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it was luck because I was at I was seeing um Mom Jeans. Oh, okay. And Cam from our thanks, like, hey, are you in a band? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you want to play? I'm like, yeah. And that was it. And then we started playing a lot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It, it literally just comes down and boils down to that. Like, I remember when Brinstar started, um, Matt, the main guy who was like starting it out, he was like, I don't want to, like, I just want to find bands in Boston, like, have this cool little underground unknown scene that people, but he didn't know who to find. So because he went to college with all these other bands, he's like, come on, like, let's play. Like, I think, uh, Half Tab was one of the first bands that played Brinstar. I'm not sure though. I don't remember. It was in January of 2019, 2018. I don't remember yeah. when it opened, but I love Brinstar. I love the environment there. Um, it's yeah, it's just such a great club. Shows, yeah. yeah, and there's they're great people. There's I love the I love the environment because it's so welcoming and so just oh, yeah. like everybody's welcome. If you start a fight though, like you're out. Like it's it's very like I I do like how some of them have the age limits where it's like 18 plus or like all yeah, ages. Sure. It's, it's like because if you're gonna have a show that's like after 9 p.m. on like a Saturday and there's like a 15 year old kid there, it's like that's a liability. I've seen that end so badly. Yeah. As, as much as I want everyone to feel welcome at my shows, I don't want a 15 year old. That's the problem is some folks feel a little bit too welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, but that's the case though with it's weird because I myself have experienced being like that kid oh, at yeah. the um oh, at the uh at the shows where it's been I've been underage where I wasn't even supposed to be at the show, but this is like at the House of Blues or Paradise, and it's like these are 21 plus of like I'm 16. <laughs> and they're like <laughs> You're allowed in. I was like, okay. Did I even um, seeing what I'm seeing right now? <laughs> like, Dude, like I would read some of the names on that wall. Like, I can't even imagine how Slipknot fit on that stage. Oh, seriously. <laughs> Slip, like, Slipknot's played there. There's nine members in that band with yeah, all that wild. equipment, too. That stage is literally 25 square feet. It's, it's, <laughs> it is tiny. Um, so people in the crowd they just left their <laughs> instruments at home <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you started out booking gigs like kind of right at the beginning but as 
time went on, obviously like the pandemic happened and things got harder. When it started back up again, what was it like trying to book gigs again? Was it hard trying to compete with other bands, trying oh, to get into those yeah. slots? Like how long did it take for you guys to get in? It's still like uh, bad because like when we came, when everything came back, like a lot of bands formed and a lot of places shut mm. down. So and mm. for a long time, we really couldn't get, I mean, it's still now it's like, Tough. I, with Kai, I lost my skill of uh, reaching out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not a very personal just grab it when we get spots. It's like someone thought of us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Grateful for that. And like, yeah. like the pages that were around for like the Boston DIY kind of stopping. So now it's just like 50 year old cover bands yeah. playing yeah. at bars. I'm like, hey guys, come on. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> and also like we all work together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not all at the same time but I've worked yeah. with all of them yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing construction then it's like your beat is shit yeah, yeah at the end yeah, of the day that's Saturday's long. gone you yeah, slept yeah. your Saturday Sunday is you're just anxious all day because you have work on Monday so yeah, you didn't really yeah. do much yeah no I, I understand that I used to do a lot of manual labor not as yeah. not construction work but like I know that that's a hard job because you guys work like Five days, like ten hour days, or I don't know. Yeah, it's long. Yeah, just like whatever, whatever happens. Yeah, I had a cousin. He was like, "It's good money, I've heard, but it's like it's just backbreaking." But absolutely. Um, so you recorded some songs. Where did you record those? At uh, Molly's, actually. Yeah, uh, our friend Molly uh, does like a lot of like, like rap stuff and like producing uh, now. But back then, it was just like she did like dubstep and stuff, and then. You know, Molly was a lead singer of our, of Mostly Stories. Mm-hmm. And we were like, hey, can we record? She's like, yeah. So we just record in her bedroom at her mom's <laughs> really? house. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so, pit. Uh, yeah, the um, pit. <laughs> it's the pit. I love it. So did you have like a drum set in there and everything? Like the whole. We so we. Drums our, yeah, we did the drums that. at our, at our house. <laughs> we had to, it was unfortunate that we had to do it that way, but we just couldn't fit the drum kit in, in the tiny. Yeah. yeah. So. For me, I want to know personally because I'm a drummer myself. But how did you do that? Like, did you have mics set up for each drum? Or yep. Did you have like one overall mic? Like, what? How much equipment did it take to like? Get so it? we um before we recorded the drums, we were just looking for mics online. So we got a good deal on like a set of Audix mics mm-hmm. that let me mic up every individual drum on the kit. Mm-hmm. And then we had the two overheads. So like a regular setup, the two overhead mics, and then um. The bass, every drum was mic'd up individually with a uh, clip. Yeah, yeah, like right at the top. The mic right at the head. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sound was a little bad because of the, we had a tin ceiling in our house. Like we have a really old style house, Greek Revival. So mm-hmm. it had a tin ceiling and it made the cymbals really washy and kind of drown out the drum sound. So that's, it, like, uh, it like bounced back a little bit and like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we mentioned we got the, or I don't know if we had started recording yet, but we were talking about electric drum kits and oh, we yeah, just yeah. got an electric drum kit so we could, uh, we're trying out MIDI samples for the kit now instead of recording in that room just because it's such, the cymbal wash was so heavy and mm-hmm. made a really undesirable sound for us. Yeah, that's like one of the big things that a lot of people like f- forget to think about is like the room that they're recording yeah, it's in. it's like yeah. the most important part. It's like yeah. The that you can't and change, and we couldn't alter the room because it's like it's yeah especially yeah. like the, <laughs> it's, especially the roof too yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's yeah. that's rather important um because so that reminds me of three mandarins and um where they recorded i believe they recorded in the house but cam their guitar player he has like a little shed at um his house where he was at mm-hmm. with his family and i remember we would record in there and it's just like this very insulated like 
tight little thing, but the sound in yeah, there was, it yeah. was insane. It was like, it was perfectly muffled. And right now my drum set's like in my basement surrounded by just like bullshit and just oh, yeah. Yeah. under the insulation and just like, and yeah. So yeah, it's literally like I'll hit something and I'll see dust fall from the ceiling. <laughs> yes. Um, so when it came to the recording process and you were tracking drums, did you already have the guitar parts and bass parts laid down or were you playing those kind of live recording the drum parts and then doing everything else separately. i think the way we did the drum parts was everything was already required i think we did the drum parts last on the ep so we oh sorry so um <laughs> so the drum parts were done after all the guitars the bass i i think the vocals came very last so the whole track was done by the time we got the vocals so yeah. that way i'd have something to go along with and like fill to and like get it's easier for me if I can like hear how the song's flowing, like the fill and all that. It's more improvised. Yeah, that makes that makes sense with um with that. So um when it came to laying down like bass parts or guitar parts and everything, um were the songs did you guys have all the songs written beforehand? Was everything yeah, like already yeah. laid down yeah. and you were like yeah. you knew what you wanted, you knew how you wanted the sound. There and was everything. some stuff that was like improvised in the moment, like synth parts and like little ditties and stuff but like for the most part it was all written yeah i think the, the lead part for um ash couldn't tell you how to play at the no. moment i recorded it yeah. <laughs> no fucking idea yeah that's funny i that's something i hate is when you come up with something and after you play it, you're like i don't know yeah. how how i just did yeah, that, we but, that but we got it yeah, yeah. yeah at least it's down um so when it came to the process overall how long was it did it take some like few weeks took a while. yeah it like took yeah. a couple months year, I think. really yeah, yeah so just because like we were all hard to schedule mm -hmm. yeah it was random so like we would yeah. get together and like he would have his acoustic and just like throw riffs out there and i'd try to like put lyrics over them and that that's like trial and error so that takes like a considerable amount of time i had no <laughs> idea what i wanted mm -hmm. yeah and then like with recording, it's like uh, Molly was like, I think work and school. Mm. And then, you know, we had work and I think school and whatever. And then yeah. uh, you just took for it. Just, you know, it's hard to find time. But uh, you made it work. Yeah. And you recorded it, which is what like, that's the thing that a lot of people can't say is that like they've actually done it. Like you guys have actually done it. Like I can't mm -hmm. say that I, like we it's, I have one EP with half tap, but I haven't done anything since. And that was five years ago. Oh, yeah. so, so it's like we're kind of, we have like three albums written and we're like, oh, it's just like finding the time to record it. Yeah, that's why we've been doing singles recently is because it's easier to just get together and put a single mm -hmm. together, but and not have to worry about how it's going to flow on the record or yeah. mixing and mastering in terms of a whole record. Yeah, you can just kind of yeah, putting out, out the one song. huge chunk of time set aside to like record. Yeah, like exactly. Individual tracks and coordinate. So I was actually going to mention with the mixing and mastering. So did you find somebody to do that or did you do it yourself? That was all Molly. That was all. Yeah, so all she, wow. So, she, okay. she recorded, mixed, mastered. That's awesome. Everything. All in her bedroom. Yes. <laughs> that's that's and really like, cool. I think for like what we're doing now is like, we'll be doing the recording. Then just going to send it to her. And they, okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Very cool. We don't trust ourselves. Yeah. I mean, she is a phenomenal uh, producer mm -hmm. and you can also uh, listen to her EP. On oh, Spotify, yeah, there you go. Give Maul. me a shout out. M A U L Y. Yeah, like like Molly, like to maul a child or whatever. <laughs> child. Tell me what else. What else do you maul? Tell me what else. I'm maul. not a child. Like you could have been like a lot, like a yeah, mauled by a bear. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, a lion mauling its dinner. I don't know. I don't hear about lions. I hear about dogs attacking kids. <laughs> Watch the news. I'm sorry. Is what it is. Pitbull My goodness. Central every day. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear about that guy that's getting mauled by dogs? 
So he ran into his house and he was hiding behind like a storm door. And his uh, neighbor tried to help him out by killing the dogs with a crossbow and uh, shot through the door and killed the guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Listeners, you can't see my Hero. face, but my jaw dropped. That just went so dark so fast. Yeah. <laughs> that was on the news. <laughs> I mean, the news is very dark. I saw that in their kitchen at 7 a.m. Okay. Yeah, 7 a.m. Oh, God. I'm, like, I bet yeah. it was like a Tuesday. Too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Probably Tuesday. Um, so... Change of gears from yeah. that topic. Uh, songs like Booze Cruise and Tomorrowland have a great energy to them. So um, is that something you want out of your music? Like for people to be able to mosh and like be able to jump around oh, and like kind of like get, get all their goal. energy out? That's the 100% the goal mm -hmm. is to get people moving. Thanks for watching. Like, even no, like, uh, more like, I've never gotten, I don't, I don't know the word, like negative songs. And lyrically, I like to like keep it with like a positive energy. Okay. Like the sound. Yeah. So not like you don't want the lyrics to like alter or be like opposite of what the sound of the song is, kind of. Uh, I would say I, I would say the opposite. opposite. I do yeah, want it to be opposite. opposite. Right. I like I like when it's like kind of like contradictory. Hmm. I, I like that too. I, I see where you're coming from with that. Um, but then you have a song like New Demon, which we mentioned earlier, and that's in my opinion like a nice little like song ballad anthem. I don't know. Um, I love that yeah. song. So when it came to writing that song, where did it come from? I have no idea because I, I don't. Li I don't listen to music like that. I think that was originally going to be a mostly story song that we just kind of stopped doing mostly story stuff, and we all loved the song so much that we really wanted him to record it. Mm -hmm. So we're like, just put it on this EP. We want. Yeah, you to that was one of those where like you sit down, and then it just it came out in like twenty minutes. Wow. And then set a bar so high I could almost never reach it again. <laughs> yeah, you've reached it. <laughs> no, that's that's crazy because like I was going through like iTunes and everything. That was like the, the top song that popped up, and I was like, I wonder what this was going to sound like compared to Booze Cruise because I already I clicked on the album to um, see the rest of the songs, but then I clicked on that song in particular just like after the fact, and I was like, this is a lot different from what yeah. I expected, but it's still really really good. Tomorrowland was supposed to sound like that. Yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah, until I. Until I listened to the last song off Vacation by Bond the Music Industry yeah. mm -hmm. and ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's All a right. new version coming out. Oh, yeah. new version. Yeah. I see. So it's always shifting. You always yeah. have new ideas to like change how it sounds. I love it. Um, so talking about gigs and performing live, how far have you guys traveled for your farthest gig? Because I know you talked about going to Pennsylvania for recording stuff, but like, what about Rob performing live? Club, right? No, Connecticut. Oh, at the Crunch House. Yes. yes. Crunch House, yeah, West yes. Crunch House yeah, in Connecticut. It's uh, West Haven. West Haven. Oh, that was really cool, yeah. Wow. So what was that What was that like? Was there a lot of bands playing there? Was it... Yeah, there was a decent amount of bands. Yeah, there was three other bands, and they were... Was it Pond View, Too Much of a Good Thing, and Adults. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they all are amazing. They're yes. crazy. Yeah, they ripped. Because nice. uh, Adults, we know that they hit us up, said, do you want to play some shows? And then they invited us out there. Nice. It's very, very great cool time. Then. Nice. That sounds like a, that does sound like a good time. So when it comes to playing live, like where are you playing exactly? Like what type of venues? Is it mostly like basements or that's our favorite? That's our favorite <laughs> yeah. Like we like to play houses and like places where the, it's not like a bar set up where it's yeah. like yeah. people just kind of sitting down watching you. Like we like when it's just a floor in front of you and people standing, moving, and all mm -hmm. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't you don't want to be like up above people hypothetically. Yeah, yeah it feels weird. weird. Yeah, we like to be on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, I level. like almost part of the crowd. Like, yeah, yeah, I level yeah. with the crowd. Yeah. I like it when the mic comes back and splits my lip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are moshing and somebody hits so it by. That's how you know it's a good I show. Do. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It, it is weird, right. especially so with me. I know experiences being behind the kit where it's like you're staring at people. Oh, yeah. like in your soul, they're just looking right at you. So it's just like I've had some awkward eye contact <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I bet. Um, are there any places that you like in particular, like that you have a favorite that you like to play, like Probably the most of? Yeah, we love duds. playing duds. Is like, yeah, is it du- it's duds? Dungeon? Yeah, duds. Dungeon. Yeah. I thought it was dudes. That's why <laughs> we didn't want to. <laughs> we didn't want to correct. I was like, like okay, I so to keep saying it. Yeah, we like funny. Dudes. Thank you for not correcting. Duds dungeons. Yeah, I love it. Let's only get one more. Okay. Yeah. So close. So close. There you go. Okay. Um, because that's based out of Weymouth, right? Yeah. So is that a is that a basement? Like, yeah. I've never been. Yeah, it's like a finished basement. Sometimes outside. Yeah, they do like festival kind of. We did like a boxing match there. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, they had a a quick boxing match, and we played a gig right after. It was like yeah, the guy that boxed played the gig. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So it was like a it was like a fight night, like weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was like ultimate. It was, I never would have thought in a million years they would hit like John and be like, "Hey, uh, there's a fight in my backyard. Do you want to play?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last person, I would have guessed. Yeah. That's, that's the ultimate. Like, that's person. ultimate. Like, doing yeah. Some haymakers. Yeah. All we want to know why is because we put on push push. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. You that's can see why. that you're fighting really like yeah, when yeah. that song came on. So, um, so at Dud's Dungeon, you said that they do like festivals and stuff. And they play in the backyard. I saw, didn't they have a show with three mandarins and yep. uh, free rock? Is that right? Yep, yeah. That was over yeah. the summer. They've it was done both of the uh, Dots Fest. Yeah, so they had like a whole a whole festival in the backyard. Oh, like yeah. A yeah, whole day that, thing. Yeah, there's usually like like 10 bands that play. Around. Yeah, they, oh, they wow. have it split between two, two stages. stages. Yeah, so like one plays and another one sets up. <laughs> this is all in somebody's backyard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Like, like, yeah, sick. That's so cool. Yeah, it's like the nicest environment. Like Matt from Brinstar was there selling sandwiches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His veggie sandwiches. Yeah, which were yeah. very good. I, I've heard. I've heard very high high praise of them. Um, sandwiches now. I'm really sandwich. <laughs> uh, are there any places that you'd like to play eventually? Uh, we definitely want to like return to places we've been to. Like mm. we love all the house venues we've been to. I can't. I can't really think of any place. I mean, we love. Oh, what well, this is ridiculous and like it's a pipe dream, but that Colorado stadium thing red rock oh yeah. red rock yeah, that's, that's, that's a pipe <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. like that's after never you're happening, retiring right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a we need money tour right that's the <laughs> ultimate that's the ultimate achievement right? yeah, yeah red exactly. rock yeah. like, yeah. i think we'd love to just there. get connected with more house red rock is for right when now. you made it but you're past your prime the goal yeah Bill Burr was just there. Yeah, so I was going to say, they yeah. just did a South just Park. Yeah, like, they just had South Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> calling you out, Bill Burr. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> yes, he, he listens to this podcast. Yeah. Um, Bill, Burr listens, Bill Burr listens to the podcast? <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, so I know we mentioned it earlier, and like obviously you guys being brothers and everything, having the shared experience of growing up together, but... Um, when it came to musical interest, interest and inspirations growing up, where, when did it like start for you all? Was it at a young age? Was it? Uh, it's always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's always been a part of our lives music. for sure. With, yeah. Like our older brother Ryan, he used to Before show us like. Before I played guitar, I was like, I played saxophone. Mm-hmm. I did like band in school and stuff. Yeah, we 
when we first started hanging out, we were like really young. Like I played bass, you'd play drums, he'd play guitar. Yeah, like back and forth. And first we would try <laughs> to play Green Day songs. Never learned one. Yeah. Yeah. For eventually, hours. I strummed the guitar. I didn't play. Yeah. That's all. I was just hitting the bass, yeah. Yeah. trying to play until the it resembled <laughs> trying to play yeah. sound. Yeah. And that was called a wooden bullet. Yeah. Mm, nice. So w- would you say the Green Day was a favorite childhood band for you guys? Like, oh yeah, yeah definitely growing I up. I gave them a Nimrod yeah, CD like Day. 17 years ago. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. they just re-released no, it, so you can. <laughs> yeah, you, we've, we've dude, I found that before. like 15 years later and gave it to you, and you lost it immediately. That's not my fault. <laughs> I already bought a new one, and well, you still owe me my copy of Cyanide and Happiness. <laughs> well, <laughs> they. We're, we're gonna hash the beef out. Wait, you have Cyanide and Happiness? This is the greatest. Yeah, I bought the comic book and you no, no, I forgot. I for, I was thinking of uh, what's the coffee and cigarettes, the yeah. the unreleased Green Day album oh, yeah. that never. That does, I was like, that's <laughs> funny. I was like, you have the secret Green Day album. <laughs> um, so Green Day. So All right, actually brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Green Day, that's awesome. Because uh, Green Day is they're like a huge most like they've had three like coming of ages in my mind. They had oh, yeah. Dookie, then they had yeah, American yeah. Idiot, uh, and then they came sure. back again, kind mm-hmm. of with like the 21st century breakdown but mm. a revolution radio i love 21st century breakdown that was my green day album besides american idiot they always have songs on every album that are good so like yeah there's always yeah. one yeah even with uno dos and trey which were oh, exactly. not like people not great, did not but... really like those at first i like a good handful of songs off those albums like there's a good number of songs like yeah, uh, I, eight, I think it's like eight something avenue yeah reckoning i don't forget makeout party's a good song um so was there a band or musician that in particular stood out to you all that you were like he's the guy oh if we were all agreement Ooh. probably jeff jeff jeff, jeff, Rose and jeff. Rose and jeff is the guy yeah he's like the godfather of punk to us godfather like, of he's punk. been in the industry for so long he like he never sold out he's like continuing to make like amazing music i think every he's influenced every band that's coming out on the scene yeah, right now every record he makes is amazing jeff rosenstock I'm trying to recall who he is because I honestly don't know. Oh, no? Yeah. Definitely he's, recommend. Okay. Yeah, I'll he's check got, him out. I'm trying to think of... Worry is the best thing to listen yeah, to, just, was, like, getting into him. But I'm trying no, to think of what... I'm trying to think might. of, like, if you knew him from outside of his music... He does you like know, Cartoon uh, Network. Do you know the show now. Craig of the Creek? I, I didn't watch it, but yeah. I'm yeah, aw- he, he does the theme song. Okay, so I'm well aware of the existence of that theme <laughs> yeah. song. Because I, I recall that yeah. came out when I was yeah, um, a teenager, but I don't know. I'm an adult child, so I watch a lot of cartoons. I watch cartoons <laughs> literally all day long. I, I just binged watched uh, YOLO. That's oh, like, YOLO. Yeah, Crystal Fantasy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I just I actually just started rewatching that. <laughs> like, it's, it's such a good show. Uh, that, YOLO and uh, Smiling Friends. That, yeah, Michael yes. Cusick. He does. Um, yeah. I, so I, what got me on him was Bushworld Adventures. Yeah, um, that was my one too. It's just oh, it's you so ever seen funny. Big I love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like that's so that's where three mandarines gets their names. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? That's yeah. literally it's the uh, the scratch ticket scene. No, it's like no, one no, mandarine, yeah. two mandarines, three mandarines. That's literally where they get their name I from. No we ha- we talked about that's that on so the awesome. when they were on the show. We you talked about. You didn't know that they introduced themselves that way. I honestly was not paying attention. <laughs> I have the worst. They're doing a like, new sassy show now. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, it's they like, are. it's just like a tranquil tranquil thing um That's so funny he also uh michael cusack he just did koala Man. yeah i was watching a little bit of that it's it's pretty good i like his i think his voice is very old. funny i think he's, he's really good um australian accent so he was in a he also was the voice of knifey and high on life yeah i played a little bit and my girlfriend has it and she loves it it's really it's a really funny game um 
Just so hot water, right? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not talk about that topic right now. So um, let's uh, discuss your music because you guys were talking earlier how you played saxophone when you were a kid, and you also played some. You played a dis- different instrument when you were in school. Was that uh, I played percussion. I played. I tried playing trumpet. Okay, but, you're talking about bass, though. I think. Oh yeah, I played bass, and I I, I played. I learned how to play drums from uh, Beatles Rock Band. Oh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> really? the best. So I was a drummer uh, for a while, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. gave it up. I see. Learned so from the master. <laughs> <laughs> but when you guys Ringo were <laughs> digital, Ringo when you guys star. were uh, in school and taking classes, were those like inhibiting for you? Did you enjoy them? Were did it make you want to <laughs> try a different? Honest. Did it make you want to try a different instrument and do it outside of school? Like what was? I would say it made me. Oh, not like want music classes. Music I thought you meant all. just like school it's, in general. Like it's just oh, music no. class. It's so yeah, music yeah. class. Like yeah, if you yeah, had that. Exactly. I always enjoyed music class. I, yeah, I felt was, like it was kind of my free period. Like, I didn't like it towards like the end of the year, just because like our teachers sort of started getting like. uh like tired of it mm. and yeah definitely percussion that section the teacher yeah, was always drums. sick yeah. of percussion yeah, no well yeah because we were bad kids yeah <laughs> yeah it's where like we like, he was our section leader and i was, I was the enforcer i just made the under underclassmen cry a lot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i wasn't a good leader i wasn't much of a leader yeah. i also couldn't read music so yeah no that's always tough i was one of those i was in the percussion section as well and we had a ton of kids who uh were the delinquents and then also just the normal kids and then there was just me who didn't know how to read music and then i was just like yeah okay and then yeah, I, just I, played, I was in van for like six years i never bothered like, <laughs> i really learning yeah it's still i still couldn't really like tell you what the notes on a on a music sheet. The, the fear I felt when they put I me on timpanis, too, unreal. No timpanis, oh, I love timpanis. Yeah, that was, was my favorite. They are really fun. I wasn't even in percussion, but I love. Make some yeah. artificial thunder just for fun. Really annoying so, the teacher. Did you guys find it important or beneficial at all that you took those music classes in school? Do you think it helped you out in life at all with what you wanted to do, or was it more of like I'm glad I took it just to have it in the back of my mind? I'm definitely glad I did it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely like got me started. Like the more you do music, like anything you do music related is going to help you in music. Like it doesn't have to be the style you're playing or anything, but. And we were lucky enough that our school offered like music theory classes and like history of rock and roll and stuff like that. Oh, really? So you guys were really lucky with like all of the beneficial stuff. So I took every music class I could. That's awesome. So yeah, we didn't have those options. And I know there's a lot of schools that don't have those options too. um, Mm -hmm. But that's great that you guys had like music theory. And was this in middle school or high school? High school. So we were fortunate that the kids before us in our school had fought for like these programs because otherwise we wouldn't have had them. Like our school was definitely about the sports program, but Mm -hmm. The old school, the kids at that school were like they would make percussion programs for after school. We had like a bunch of extracurricular stuff. You could have yeah. done the jazz band. Like the jazz band when we were like in eighth grade was legendary. Yeah. Because they were just it so was, good. And we got by the time we got in, it was like not. Yeah, it wasn't. Because <laughs> yeah. then it was like people who were just in honors band and they just wanted the extra credit. Yeah. yeah. Like they weren't like into it. So yeah, they were just doing it just because they like just wanted it. And like, them. you know, teachers left and got moved around and mm. they were and stressed. It was less band. freedom when we were there. Like it used to be the kids chose the songs and then we just kind of yeah. got the songs. Mm. For that. So yeah, it, it was like it, a, a solid year though, where it was just like incredible. Oh, yeah. So it definitely it changed throughout the time period that you guys went throughout. But that would yeah. you say that inspired you guys to be like, you know what? I just kind of want to form my own band. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. left jazz band my last year to do this band. I was yeah. like, we were recording the album. So I was like, my time I'm not having fun music. doing jazz do band. Like, I'll just do this as my extracurricular. That's awesome. I don't need the credits or anything. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's really that's really cool to hear that you guys were like, you know what? Like as much as this inspired me and helped me, it's like I need to move on from it. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, it's like you knew when your time was up and you were like, OK, I want to try something new. So that's that's great to hear so 
moving on, what is what is next for the band? What is next for Party Mountain? Hopefully, you're releasing some more yeah, music. Yeah, Party Mountain Deluxe. Yeah, yeah. Next album coming out, but. We have a lot of plans. Yeah. A lot of plans. A lot of plans. A lot of songs. A lot of plans. So, but the thing that's great is that you, at least you have songs right now. You have a plan to record everything. Yeah. And you want to get out more music. Yeah, so lots of that's, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, a lot, lot of stuff we need to just do. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So, anything you guys want to plug? Instagram, music stuff. I know you have a website yeah, with T-shirts, right? Like, I oh, own yeah. Your, yeah, yeah, we got Teespring up. Not Pornhub anymore, though. Yeah, yeah, we got taken. Well, that's because that was a huge. You have to be verified. Darn. Yeah, we yeah, had a Teespring up for Party Mountain shirts. We have an Instagram. An Insta- we have, we're on everything. Like Yeah, just Party Mountain. Yeah. No one yeah. really uses Instagram mm-hmm. just because it's yeah. easier. So where where will I find your music if I wanted to? Spotify, oh. iTunes, YouTube. Uh, Bandcamp. 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 I don't think it's on the Amazon store. No, no I never did that. No, it's not, not, on, not on Tile either. I'll say. No. <laughs> also you don't need title like no, you, yeah. apple Band, music and spotify yeah, Bandcamp, apple music spotify Bandcamp. that's all you need we cannot get paid by a different platform <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome thank you guys so much for being here i really Thanks appreciate you all being here awesome. Awesome. thank you so much thank you this is awesome